Here we go. Hey, hey, Encourager, I hope you are doing fantastic, and I am so glad you are listening to this episode of Encouraging the Encouragers. I believe it is no accident that you are listening specifically today. Oh boy, we got something else uh, to continue on in our conversation around Reset Week. That's right, this third week of January is Reset Week, and it is the week where we are resetting our mindset. We are giving ourselves to the chance to reset our thoughts about this year, to reset our plans about this year, to reset our focus about this year, so that we can take this year with gusto. Um, I hope you're excited. I know I am. So here's the deal. Um, I am out walking hero this morning. So we're out on my morning walk together. Uh, and I want to run something past you uh, that has become wildly important in my coaching journey. And I want to encourage you on it uh, because I think it's something that will be motivating, but it's also something that you can use to motivate others. You can use it to motivate your clients, your allies, okay? And it's something I call the banister effect, the banister effect. It becomes something once you understand it, it becomes a goal to aspire to. It's something that will keep you moving forward. It will be something that will encourage you as you are facing some of your dragons, as you are facing some of your challenges, okay? Um, because what's interesting is that a lot of the coaches that I wind up helping, people uh, you know, that build profitable six-figure, sometimes seven-figure businesses, uh, become truly well-paid encouragers, often they wind up working with their clients, their ideal clients, the people that they do their best work with, there's a very, very good chance that that client will be a version of that coach, of that speaker, just six months or six years prior. So that means they, they are often helping people to do, to achieve, to break through the very things they themselves have had to overcome, all right? Now, that is a powerful model because there is a good chance that, uh, you know, if you have done something, if you have broken through, if you have achieved something, you know, if you have figured out ways to live a less anxious life, if you have figured out ways to lead a team and perform at higher levels, if you've figured out ways to grow a business and help people to thrive, right? There's a good chance that because of those experiences, you're going to be able to know which questions to ask. You're going to be able to have some different strategies that are going to help along the way, right? Uh, so if you are coaching a former version of yourself, it can be a really powerful thing. It also helps you have empathy. It allows you to connect. It allows you to understand what somebody's facing, what somebody's overcoming, okay? Which is fantastic. But it also allows for the banister effect. 
Okay, so the banister effect, it, it's not, it's, I use that term, I realize now after doing a lot of research on Roger Bannister, I've realized that other people have used that term too. I thought it was unique, <laughs> uh, but apparently other people have used this concept, but it's based on Roger Bannister. If you have heard that name, it's a good chance you know what uh, achievement is associated with that name. But if you don't, the short version of the story is Roger Bannister was a British track athlete. Um, very successful, actually grew up in a small town, uh, had to learn to run because he literally had to run to school uh, and back. He lived in a, a small community in England. So he had to learn to run to just get around, okay? And uh, wound up, he's got a really cool history. And sometime we'll actually do a deep dive. Maybe I'll do a longer Encouraging the Encouragers episode just on Roger Bannister because his story is so powerful. But the short version is in 1954, Roger, Roger Bannister did something literally people thought was impossible. And that is, he broke the sub four minute mile. He ran a mile faster than four minutes. And, and at the time, literally people said, not only would it be dangerous to do, it would be deadly. There were doctors who were warning him against this goal, saying that, Roger, if you do this, there is a good chance Medically speaking, your heart will explode. Your body will not be able to maintain that kind of speed. But through very specific training, and Roger did his training differently. We'll talk about that again in the future. But the short version of the story is in 1954, on a foggy morning, Roger Bannister did the impossible and he broke the four minute mile. Now, that happened in 1954, okay? That was the first time in recorded human history, since we have been tracking this, that any human ran a mile in less than four minutes, okay? 1954, that means thousands of years had passed and no one had been able to do this. Thousands of years, okay? But here's what's wild. Roger Bannister did that, right? Did the impossible. And by the way, his heart did not explode. He went on to be a very successful neurologist, okay? And live a very incredible life. And even was knighted, Sir Roger Bannister was his name <laughs> when he passed away a few years ago. But here's what's wild. It only took 54 days for someone to beat Roger Bannister's record. 54 days. So thousands of years to do it once, 54 days to do it again. That's the banister effect. Oftentimes when somebody sees something done, when something sees something achieved that has been you know, labeled impossible, once somebody sees somebody else do it, it's easier for others to follow suit. And literally hundreds of other people, including a high school student here recently, was able to break the sub four minute mile, okay? It's the banister effect. Now, what's beautiful about this, okay? And this is talking about resetting your mindset. What's beautiful about this is that when you 
are helping people to do something that you have done, a version of something that you have done, the mere fact that you have done it allows them to do it faster. Now, here's the thing. If you're a non-encourager, let's just be real. That pisses some, some people off, to be perfectly honest. If you're not a natural born encourager, the very thought that somebody's able to do something faster and easier than you did, right? Than, than your experience, that frustrates a lot of people. But if you're an encourager, my hope is, is that that lights you up. The very thought that someone could achieve something faster, something that you, maybe it took you years to do, by helping them to do it, there is a chance that you're going to help them do it faster than they even imagined possible, right? So that's one of the main reasons why we as encouragers, oftentimes it can really help to coach and speak to people much like you. Maybe you're just six months, maybe you're six weeks, maybe you're six minutes ahead of them. You don't have to know it all, but there's a very good chance that they will be inspired by your stories, helped by your strategies, helped by your empathy, right? Your ability to connect and understand what they're going through. And that can make all the difference in the world. But by them hearing your stories, oh my gosh, just think about what's possible. I'll give you a specific example on this. Just recently, one of my coaching clients scored a $30,000 plus coaching package. It's one of his first real coaching packages that he's ever sold. I've been working with him for about a year, right? Now, what's crazy about that is it took me a very long time to get to coaching packages worth $30,000, right? It took me a very long time, but because he had the strategies and the stories and the understanding, right? He was able to do it in less than a year. How crazy cool is that? Now, a non-encourager, again, a non-encourager might be frustrated by something like that to have someone go, oh my gosh, they achieved something that I did and you know, it took them a fraction of the time. Yeah, a non-encourager would be frustrated, but an encourager says, oh yeah, that's what I wanna see, right? And that's what I wanna see for you as well. So just know, I just wanna encourage you that when you are facing your dragons, when you are facing your challenges, when you are facing your obstacles, stay encouraged, my friend because you're not just doing it for you. You're doing it for all of the people that you are gonna wind up helping, all right? So stay encouraged, stay with it, and take really good notes as you do, because there's a very good chance that you are going to be able to draw from those experiences to not only inspire others, but to also attract great fit clients, and you'll be able to help them to do the very things that you've done but do it in a fraction of the time. But by the way, getting paid really well as you do, right? That doesn't suck. So that's what I want. Let's reset that mindset and let's make this the best freaking year yet. All right, we'll talk soon. Stay encouraged, my friend. And we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to Encouraging the Encouragers podcast with Mitch Matthews. Hey, you know the drill. If this episode encouraged you, please leave a review. Mitch reads everyone and know that those reviews help to encourage him and keep him going. And hey, don't forget to punch that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks and stay encouraged.